Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Heartbreaking, really heartbreaking, first sentence of a news story from uh, a few days ago. British Columbia's coroner has issued a public safety bulletin about wildfire smoke, saying the death of a nine-year-old boy had been, quote, confirmed by his parents, end quote, to have been related to a medical condition aggravated by the smoke. It's just, um, it really is heartbreaking. Nine-year-old boy. We're joined by Professor Michael Brower, Faculty of Medicine, School of Population and Public Health at the University of British Columbia. Professor Brower, thank you very much for the time. How bad is it? Well, we're we're seeing more and more of these smoke events, and they're becoming more frequent. They're becoming more widespread. So communities that never had to face these kinds of things before uh, are experiencing them. And then also this smoke season is just longer. Um, we started to see in April. Last year, we had smoke in Vancouver all the way into October. And unfortunately, when everything sort of just becomes more common, more frequent, more intense, we're going to see more of these kinds of events, these really unfortunate events. And just because you're not in the immediate vicinity of fire doesn't mean you're not going to be exposed to the effects of smoke. And I've had uh, some people suggest, well, you know, anybody who lives hundreds of miles away, maybe you smell it in the air, but it's not going to affect you. That's just not true, is it? No, really, it's not true at all. Uh, in fact, in, in many cases, um, somewhat the fire actually conditions aren't that bad. So we have these very large fires. The smoke goes up uh, really high altitude. And then we've seen over the last month uh, fires in Quebec are affecting air quality in New York City to the point where people are being hospitalized. Uh, so thousands of kilometers away, uh, smoke from the west eventually makes it to the east. The smoke, even from those fires in Quebec, eventually made it to Europe. And just because certainly visual uh, is, is useful, but um, if you can't see it, it doesn't mean it's not there. We're talking um, millions and millions of these microscopic particles, each is individual, uh, in, invisible uh, to, to the naked eye. And we're breathing these in um, you know, every single minute, 24-7. I hope this isn't uh, a silly question, but how do you know how can you tell if wildfire smoke is starting to affect you physically? What are some of the signs you look for? Yeah, from, from an individual level, and it is really important to remember this, that most people who are otherwise healthy um, really aren't going to experience anything, or if they do, it's going to be quite mild and, and, and reversible. So it may be a slight cough. You may develop more phlegm, um, slight difficulty breathing, um, maybe chest tightness. And that's really the, the typical for most people. What we're most concerned with are, are people that have pre-existing conditions. That could be lung disease, so asthma, or COPD, so chronic lung disease in, in older individuals or individuals with cardiovascular disease. And we know that this smoke, yeah, we don't see many of these events uh, like this unfortunate one where we can, we can really tie a very specific case to smoke exposure. But when we look at this 
over many years and many days, and we look at this statistically, we see a very clear relationship with more hospitalizations, more emergency room visits, and unfortunately, even more deaths on smoky days compared to to non-smoky days. So if you're inside your home, where you probably feel safe and, you know, probably are more safe, what should you do inside your home to mitigate against the effect of wildfire smoke? So we... If we're just inside our homes, depending on whether we have open windows or not, we get some protection. Uh, obviously, in the summer, we don't want to be closing up all the windows because we get really concerned with, with warm temperatures. Um, if people don't have air conditioning, room air cleaners, so these HEPA filter air cleaners are really very effective. They will remove about 70% of the smoke. They need to be sized appropriate, appropriately for a room, so they won't your whole house, but you can put them in a bedroom while you're sleeping, and it will really be cleaning the air uh, as it comes into the room, putting out clean air uh, for for you to breathe in. So that's very effective. Um, And also, especially if people have to be outdoors, those uh, N95 type masks that we've all become really comfortable wearing during the pandemic, those also work quite well. Uh, What are you working on? As far as uh, wildfire smoke is concerned, how are you, de- how are you dealing this, with this from your perspective, your professional perspective? So where, where the research is going right now, we, we know that the, the week-long, two-week-long events, they have these immediate effects. But what we haven't really experienced is that um, maybe everybody is getting multiple events over the course of the summer and actually then again the next summer and the next summer and the next summer after that. And we don't really know if that's having a cumulative effect or not. So what we know from general air pollution is that if you have these uh, ongoing exposures, that basically leads to life shortening. We're starting to get concerned that that same phenomenon is happening with wildfire smoke because it's now becoming unusual in many parts of, of Canada, especially, uh, that people aren't exposed uh, okay. from summer. And, and that's really the future that we're looking at. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.